Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job to fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, the 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Boy, I'm telling you, I'm slipping. We're a minute into this deal, and I've already, uh, I've already had a turnover. I feel like the basketball team last night. If only turnovers were the issue. So I didn't get a chance. Okay, so here, a little inside here, right? I'm trying to save myself for the prom here and uh so last night i had the great alex myers came in and did the garza law tennessee basketball overtime because i'm just trying to buy myself a little break and uh we're working on some other side stuff and xing myself and getting our x cast schedule together for portal mania uh and portal dave is really going out and going above and beyond right now and I'm exchanging texts, you know, with different people and just trying to find stuff. And then that game happens last night. And that game last night, Rick Barnes' comments afterwards were indicative of, of what we saw. First of all, North Carolina doesn't play any defense. Everybody in that industry knows that. They just don't defend. They they go out and play offense for that guy and Hubert Davis and he's kind of a buddy and you know. They got to a final four somehow, God bless them, as we say in the trade. But the the Vols last night, their effort in that game and by the way, I'm trying to run down what the deal is with Dalton Connect. But some of the connects last night, Matt, were all kinds of fired up on the uh, post-game show. No offense to them. The Barnes connects. But some of them get so red connect about this thing, Matt. Do they know it's November, Dixon? Do they know Tennessee two years ago beat a North Carolina team by whatever like that? And then North Carolina went to the Final Four and the Vols went home with a case of rice aroni Do they know that, Matt? Do these people understand that sport or no? I mean, talk to me here. They can have some selective memory, but oh. um, I, I think all the criticism and some, a, a lot of it, not not all, but mo- a lot of it was kind of valid last night with what they put out, out there in the first half. I do, too. And they gave up 61 points. Barnes had a real and, interesting I mean, comment. Dal- Dalton Connect. 
yeah. scored the most points an opponent's ever scored against North Carolina in that building, and your team was never in the game. Never. The Vols had 92 points, Matt, and were never in the game. It was like one of those old Denver Nugget games when Alex English played there and Dan Issel played there back in the day. It was like a mockery of basketball last night. It looked like, Matt, both those teams played Long Beach State uh, defense at the time that the, I think it was in the early two, uh, 2007. Tennessee that's defended that's like a nice Ohio State. Your, that's a nice pull on your part, Tom. That's well, they impressive. Both, they both defended like Long Beach. That's what it looked like. I mean, I'm like, what are these teams doing? Tennessee let North Carolina get any shot they wanted to get in the first half, but I got a backstory here. And I've been working the phones for the last 90 minutes leading up to this deal. And I was supposed to do some production. Look, we have the Christmas season coming around, and a few of our clients are wanting to change their copy accordingly. And and I was supposed to be working on that. And then I got my phone buzzed. Hey, there was something that happened in the locker room last night, and you kind of need to know about this. And so I was just like, oh. Rick Barnes went out last night and did something he hasn't done since Vesco's been here, and he ripped him to the media. I don't know if you guys saw that. He said, here's a guy. I don't have his exact quote, but the gist of it is, here's a guy. We score 92 points, and he's attempted one shot. He said, and I well look at how many minutes he played. He said, and I look over at him. He played 14 minutes in the game because he sat him in the second half. He, he just had enough. He said, if we didn't have uh, the injury to neck, he said, this guy would not have come back into the game. He said, I'm just telling you, he wouldn't have come back in the game. Barnes went into that locker room, I was told, last night and screamed on him like people have never seen. Because the the thought for many people following the deal is that Sandy's always been kind of a Barnes pet. Uh, that sort of ended last night, if that's the case. And I got to say, I don't blame Barnes. I don't know what's going on with Vesco, but he didn't look interested in being there. I mean, they're playing at North Carolina last night. Really strange. So this team's got a health issue with Dalton Connect right now. They've lost three games in a row. I mean, no shame in the three losses in a row they've suffered. But they've got a little drama around their basketball team now, too. Because they've got a senior that came back, who they paid some money to come back, who, to this point, is trying to figure out what his role is and was really unplugged. Vescovi's line last night 
I mean, if I were to tell you guys this coming into the game, Vesco's line last night in 14 minutes played was zero points on zero of one from the field, didn't attempt a three ball, didn't get to the foul line, grabbed one offensive rebound, two assists, and four personal fouls with two turnovers and two steals in 14 minutes for a minus 14, which was second on the team in plus minus. And then after the game, got absolutely screamed on by his coach, and they were kind of yelling at each other in the locker room, I was told afterwards. Pretty interesting, uh, Dixon. Yeah, and besides the Kansas game, Vescovi's kind of looked mentally checked out all all season for whatever reason. We've you know kind of you know mentioned it that it, we don't think it's an issue. Obviously, it's a it's a much bigger issue than than we thought. I mean, and it just kind of culminated last night. And he's just sitting over there in the second half with his warm ups on on the bench. And was not. I, I don't know why they put him back in the game. You yeah, guys, I, mean, I, I know Connect well, got hurt and yeah. just kind of in the moment. But yeah. I mean, put put Cam Carr back out there. Let him. I mean, he'll go out there and shoot, obviously. So I, mean, I, I just, I don't know. What for was, a senior to to act that way after being here for four, like, I just don't know what the deal is. And I don't want to speculate on anything, but you got to figure that out. He's either got to be part of the team or not. What was weird about last night, the weirdest thing about Vesco's countenance, behavior, all that stuff, was, and I have people that were there, you know, at one of the timeouts at the very end, and they're not on television, but they said everybody's in the in the huddle listening. It's what you do, you know, your team. He's over there sitting down. It's weird. Is it? How do we get here? Licency, like Barnes said. Barnes and Blaine's called and Barnes called him out and said, "Look, you know this is not about what you did last year or two years ago, and I'm not going to put up a complacency in my program." I'm like, "Wow, publicly!" And then he proceeded to go right into the locker room. I was told after that press conference and go after him. Like I've had enough. So if you got something you want to say, you say it. I'm saying it to you in front of everybody here. Well, you know. Uh this NIL stuff could lead coaches to do more public calling out of players, maybe. Well, Barnes has always been kind of a – and basketball has always been a sport where the, the veteran coaches sit up there and call guys out. So NIL or no NIL, that's just been that game. And it's been kind of understood in that game. So people do. I mean, whether you agree with it or disagree or go one way or another with it, so if you want to talk about what you saw last night, because Tennessee in the second half played pretty well, but really what they did what they did is they quit running their offense and gave the ball to all connect. I mean, I was going to call it what it is. His play in that second half was utterly insane. The guy had 22 points before he left. With like two minutes left, two and a half. I guess he got hurt with like two and a half, close to three left, something like that. 
120 seconds or so. Because he played 18 minutes. He didn't come off the floor. His second half line is crazy. 22 points, 8 of 9 from the field, 3 of 4 from three-point range. Got to the line four times, made three. Grabbed three rebounds. Had three assists to go with it, including a couple of sweet passes where he tur- where he uh, where he uh, set up Triple J. Turned the ball over once, blocked a shot, and had in 18 minutes he did all that. And if he didn't get uh, if he didn't get injured, was going to be the first guy to ever in North Carolina in that building score 40 points in their building. He, he was pretty easily going to go over 40, right, Matt? Well, think about all the great players that well, played in well, that he building. Had, he had two free throws that he was going to shoot. Right. I mean, yeah. He was, yeah, he was going to get 40. So, and did a lot did a lot of things. that You mentioned setting up uh, Triple J, who, who made some shots in the first half to keep you from being blown out even more. I mean, I think Triple J had a nice game as well. Very much. Um, but no, I, I actually, the stuff with Connect where they basically just cleared out and let him go one on, you know, two or three, whatever, and, and score that, like, that's kind of impressive that Barnes would let them do that. Cause that's stuff Barnes never does. So, and that's the kind of stuff that you, that, I mean, it sounds silly to talk about, but that's the kind of stuff that wins you games in March when you have a player do that. Don't, don't let Paulie Joe hear you say that. He's too busy calling other shows. Other radio stations bringing my, his beef with me into other. I mean, come on, Polly Joe, what are we doing? What are we doing here? What are we doing? You know, you bring a great point up, Matt. Now I want people to think about this. And Alex touched on this. I know last night on that deal, guards the law, Tennessee basketball overtime. I would much rather have a defense that I'm trying to fix than have an offense I'm trying to fix. Because we've seen Barnes here. He ain't fixing his offense. The fact that you have a guy on your roster that you can hand the ball to and say, we're all just going to watch you play offense, that's what teams have done to us for forever in March. That's what teams have done for forever in March to Tennessee. People don't want to hear that. Tony, why are you carrying water for Rick Barnes? I'm not. But this season, this season is a, it's, it's long. For once, we didn't win a national championship in November, which is kind of refreshing in a way to see them lose these games, Matt. Because the script is flipped now. And now it's, let's get ZZ healthy and see what can happen between now and then. And I think this basketball team's got a lot of growing to do. Now, obviously, what is Connect's injury? Who knows? We do know that he walked to the bus last night, but... I'm, I compared it in the blog. It looked like the time, I'm not a doctor, but it looked like the time that Chris Lofton in 2007 fell funny on somebody's ankle, similar type thing. Bruce Pearl used... Was carried sim- off the court. Bruce Pearl used... South Carolina. 
yeah, Bruce Pearl used similar verbiage that Rick Barnes, they almost said the same exact thing, which is he rolled it pretty good. Obviously, they're going to look at it. We'll let you know. My guess is, and I'm not a doctor, but my guess is it's a couple and a half week thing it will be because that's going to be very tender. We've all had that happen to us. That's na- that's a nasty feeling when you sprain an ankle. He was in pain over there on the sidelines. But who knows? Maybe he comes back quicker. Maybe he's a quick healer. Who knows? You've got that. It would be it would Tuesday. be silly. It would be silly to play him before January. But I agree with that. <laughs> I agree. I mean, with that. The, you know, we, yeah. we just made you know long season. Yep. Those are the things that kind of linger if you don't get it right. You need you, you obviously need Dalton Connect to be as close to 100% as possible at the end of the year. So you've got that. And your first SEC game is, I think, like six days into January, your if sec- not more. Your second issue, so you got that. Your second issue is you got to somehow between now and then get Vesco right. Now, I'll say this out loud. Maybe having Connect on the Without- floor... We'll get. We'll have. We'll let Vescovi be more comfortable because he yeah. can be a one option. Like obviously, that's what he wants to be. I mean, I'm not here to cast aspersions on the guy, but obviously, he doesn't like the fact that somebody's come in here and you know, sort of has the shine. And that's part of it. In this transfer portal era, you know, we don't stop and think about this enough. But chemistry, chemistry is going to be so optional and so random during this time of the year. Right? Think about that for a second. Well, last night I mentioned the fact that in the portal era, you've got guys like Connect that come in one year and they're not used to playing with with the teammates they have and the teammates aren't used to them, especially veterans. And it can be a challenge sometimes. And that's what's happened. Yep, I think no doubt. And it Brian. can take it could take several weeks to get that straightened out. Chemistry. How about in a football? It's still room? disappointing to happen to a Rick Barnes team, though, and with a guy that's you know his fifth year here. Like that's that's what's not normal about it. I mean, but that know. can make it that that's what also can make it tougher because he's he's used to being here and kind of being his role, and now he doesn't know what his role is. Yeah, but I mean that's that's stuff you got to figure out behind closed doors and private. You can't have that stuff become as public as it did last night. Because I mean, we've kind of talked about it because we know who Vesco is and we've seen him for four years. But last night it was just totally obvious that he was checked out of that game, and and obviously Barney kind of pointed it out. If I remember after that Colorado game last year when they kind of no showed in Nashville, I think. Barnes, I don't think Barnes' name like went out as bad as he did last night, but he kind of challenged Triple J and 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 Viscovi last year, and they kind they kind of responded well to it. So, and you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just think that whole that whole thing is weird. There's something off the court that that we don't know about that's that's led to that for some for whatever reason. Well, yeah, and. What's happening now is another level, which is really interesting, right? I think that's why, Matt, look, let's just call this what it is. In in basketball in the past, 
guys on rosters have been paid more than others. There have been star players. And there have been people that have been featured. Everybody goes to practice, everybody works hard. But there have been people who are featured uh, above others, more than others, and it becomes a situation where um, you've got to figure it all out. Players have to figure it all out. They've got to wrestle with, who am I? What am I doing here? I, I belong here. Um, this is my spot. This is what, what I'm going to do. This is, and you know what? I think Vesco probably thought in his mind, I'll go play my last year at Tennessee. They've made it worth my while. I'm the only one they welcome back. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Isn't that right? I'm the only one they welcome back. Yeah. Everybody else they said goodbye to. You know, you know. I had a thought and last night. James actually came back anyway later as a walk-on. Yeah. Um, it's got to be tough for Vesco. Because here's a guy that, they're, that they've all built their offense around. And here's a guy that everybody's talking about. And here's the, the new kid in town. You know, this is the Eagles. New kid in town here, guys. What do you all think? Well, also, ZZ isn't healthy either right now. And I think that's made it harder for him and Vesco. They had something going. And I think that's made it a little bit challenging, too, is getting him healthier. Yeah, but he's not pouting on the court or on the bench. I mean, I mean, he's. I'm, I'm talking about him doing that. I'm just saying it, it's kind of what Vesco is trying to play and trying to do. Maybe he feels like he has to do too much with, with ZZ's not, you know, 100% yet. I and do too much. He did nothing last night. What are you talking about? Do too much. I mean, I'm not clapping at you, but what what are you he's talking about? Shooting, Brian. Brian, he's like, not even trying. He pointed that out. He doesn't even look to shoot. Brian, he wasn't even trying last night, sweetie. What do you what do you it's, mean do too much? I'm just saying it, 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 he's trying to also play through with ZZ being hurt. He's not back trying. That's what we're talking. I mean, we're talking That's, about could a make guy. It tougher. No. If anything, he could step in there and fill the shoes at point guard. I just can't believe this Vesco dude's doing this. And I hate to make it about him. Because I'm going to say this about the Connect guy, because we're fair here. His defense in that first half and his want to get loose balls was embarrassing last night. Matt, can you say that about a guy that went for 37, that that was embarrassing? Can you say that out loud? Uh, his defense, yeah, it was like it was like he played, it was like an NBA All-Star game. Level of defense. Amen. And but to not to single out connect. I don't think ten, I don't think anybody on Tennessee's team got a loose ball last night. I don't think they ever got one of them. I was I was glad I was glad Coach Dykes kept pointing that out. North Carolina out hustled Tennessee for every loose ball, first and second half. Well, they were diving. They dove on the floor with thirty seconds left. In between three Tennessee guys to, to get a, yes. a, a loose ball. Yes. You know, I, I, and Alex made sure to point that out. I mean, I, that That's what was – well, that was disappointing also, as well. 
it probably will make a difference when they play at home. I don't think you'll see that when they Brian, play home games. who cares? I, I don't hope. care if the game's played in Siberia and everybody has automatic rifles lining the court. What do you mean playing at home? I don't mean to clap at you, but what are you talking about? That effort last night well, was horrendous. Play harder at home sometimes. Why? In that sport. You've got your know. uniform on. This is not the NBA. You're not the L.A. Lakers mailing it in a couple nights ago. These guys get 30 cracks at it. During the reg- and, and playing at North Carolina. Matt, you would think those guys would be up for a chance to play at North Carolina, wouldn't you? You would think. I thought I mean, Barnes was right on what, last that, night. That, that first half was... Offensive. It I was. Mean, I don't know what... I mean, it was a miracle they scored... They, they scored 39 points and were not down by 40. They should have been down by 40 points at halftime. But because they were shooting 62% from the field and because North Carolina does not defend, they do not care. It is optional. It's kind of like John Adams in this show. Because John's on assignment. And he's away. And the great Jennifer Morris at Keller Williams sponsors his absence. And look, it is the holiday season. And people have this misconception this is a bad time to sell a home. And the truth couldn't be any further from the truth. What am I, what am I trying? I don't know what I'm trying to say. But uh, why is my computer? Laura, if you're listening, please come down here and fix this computer. It keeps clicking at me. Bing, bing, bing. Because what I'm doing is I'm working on my blog as we do the show today. Matt, you can hear it, right, binging? It keeps, I cannot, no. Well, it keeps binging at me, and it's getting on my nerves. I can't either. And bing, bing, bing. There it goes again. Stop it. Stop. The great Jennifer Morris. The holidays are actually a great time to sell a home. That's what I'm doing. I'm getting ready to cuss on the air. Um, I've got to do my blog while we're on the air today because a look into my life. Tonight, we are playing Fountain City Ramblers. Not that you care, but I'm going to tell you about it. We're playing at Mill of Mine tonight, which is a really nice concert hall in downtown Knoxville that has like regional national acts. and uh, But we're playing a private party down there. And we've played there before. It's a very beautiful room, and um, so I've got to get on the I've got to get on the road again. So I've got to get my stuff done. And we never quit working around here. And neither does Jennifer, because people think holidays are a bad time to sell a home, and they're not. In fact, it's the best time. Serious buyers are not out there just playing games. If you're looking for a home at the holiday season, you're ready to move. And their New Year's resolution is to get into a new place by 2024. And, wow, 2024. And 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 Jennifer's going to help them do that. So she could help you win. If you're a first-time uh, buyer or haven't gone through the process in a long time, maybe you're unsure how to start, she will be happy to point you and get you in the right direction. If you're renting, want to buy, don't think you're able to, she can show you the tricks of the trade. And you'll be dealing with somebody that loves her sports, so she speaks your language. She's a heart and soul person. I mean, Matt, she's even a wrestling fan. She still watches it. WWE and NXT. 
loves her baseball vols, loves her Atlanta Braves, but I deal with that anyway. She's a living vol fan. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams. You can find her online, nextmovesmokymountains.com. See the link over at tclub.team today where our bloggy is there for you. 865-200-5402. My message to you is, on the basketball team, don't panic, but be worried. Because this team has issues that past teams haven't had. That that play last night, now they did play better in the second half, but even in the second half, Matt, they didn't guard. They didn't. North Carolina just missed shots. You know, North Carolina went like five minutes without a field goal and still yeah, had just, 100 points. Yeah, they just didn't hit shots. They missed some of the shots they were making, and it it could have been like 125. Then again, North Carolina did hit the Davis kid. Tennessee got that thing to seven. He hit a circus three ball, almost falling out of bounds, juggling the ball. As well. That that was the game three, right there. He took three or four steps before he shot. And he walked, yeah. It was, da- that was I mean, it I mean, Tennessee wasn't going to win, nah. but that, that was kind of the dagger. That was but, Dagger City. But that was in the nah, middle of that. He was really good. He was really, really and the, And their freshman point guard was really good, too. And that's Tennessee's problem right now. ZZ's not up to speed. You don't blame him. He's trying. A lot of guys would have shut it down till January or February. I'll see you in a year. ZZ so badly wants to be out there that this is him. In the midst of all this, the portal's open. More and more names are going into the portal every single day. Um, the quarterback at Arkansas was so excited to play with Bobby Petrino that they pass like ships in the night. Do you think that kid ends up back there, Matt? They pay him some money, and he ends up back there. They're paying Bobby Petrino $1.6 million. And I got a memo. We didn't talk about this yesterday, but I got I got a memo because I've seen this script before. You've seen this script before. We've seen this script before. This guy that's the head coach at Arkansas, he better, he better watch himself. Or behind his back... Bobby Petrino is going to be making bacon. Making bacon. Was his, his decision to bring Petrino in Are there? Are you kidding me? above him? Are you kidding me, Brian? Because they were sitting together at the Arkansas game. Of course they time. were sitting together. One's going to sing for his dinner, game. and the other one has his shift. It's a really great game. To hold the honor of the Southeastern Conference. Brian, what did we finish in the uh, challenge? Because Matt Dixon wants us to yeah, seven out of fourteen, seven seven tie. Back home to the teams f- went ten and four. Back need, to the phone. Get get Vandy and Louisville together to break the tie. If we'd have played North Carolina in our building last night, Matt, would we have beaten them? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not sure who they could have beaten last night. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. Hello, Tony. It's uh, Zach in. Yo, Zachy. Back, back, back from Chapel Hill. Um, How was it last night? Uh, well, the Dean Smith Dome is a dump compared to TBA at Food City Center. Just one observation. Uh, <laughs> um, we got out rebounded. Everything on the hustle side. It, it was the first half. Honestly, I I was embarrassed to be in orange, and I I never have felt that way. Uh, it was just. One of the worst. It felt like a buzz ball for, for a it minute. Did. I, yeah. I, I don't know if that's true, but that's what it felt like. 
And um, I didn't see because I was watching the game. We were yeah. we were you know looking. I, I didn't see the the I didn't see Vesco in the second half, and I didn't see the um, whatever this is. But um, the, the the defense was horrible. Loose balls. It seems like the only two guys. I mean, Triple J showed up. Obviously, Connect showed up. Uh, I knew that when uh, Walker didn't walk out of the tunnel, that we were going to probably have some problems. But it just looked like buzz ball. And um, I, I, we, we talked about this after the, I think it was after the Purdue game. I was like, is this guy going into business for himself? And then he snapped back with the Kansas game where it looked like, oh, he's back to him, his old self. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I was shocked. Uh, a couple of our fans left at halftime, I noticed. And uh, I wish I wish people that drove all the way down there had gotten a little bit better better uh, performance. But it's a bad feeling, but, man. When you when you drive to a game, I've been there and done that. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, I've been to some Phillies games like down in Atlanta where they get beat like thirteen to two. And you just yeah. say to yourself, "I'm just gonna sit here and enjoy this. I'm gonna take in the crowd. I'm gonna enjoy myself. I'm gonna and, relax." You know, you yeah. drive that far to leave at halftime. That's bad. Well, well, I, I, the people the people that drove. The people left at halftime. They they were actually from North Carolina, but they were like, "We're not watching." Yeah, okay. Well, and and I I didn't blame them. I, I was almost I, like, if I hadn't come for like four and a half hours away, I I, I probably would have dumped out the door. I just I saw nothing going on good in the first half. The second half, yeah, you're right. It was just give it give it to connect and let him let him do his thing. And like I said, Triple J had a very nice night shooting. Uh, Gainey looked. Um, I don't know. Not he's just not ready for prime time. And connect uh, when he puts the ball on the floor, it is scary. When he when he dribbles the ball, it turns into a couple of minutes of a whirling dervish. He needs to go to Jemai Mayshak school. You know what though? You say that, yeah. but he was putting the ball on the floor in the second half, and he was taking that no, thing to the hole. But here's the deal: yeah. they weren't doing what other opponents have done, which is reach on him. And uh, they were letting him have straight-line drives. And if you give that yep. guy an opponent in major college basketball one-on-one, he's finishing at the rim. So, yeah, and, and I love what Matt said. That was a different Rick Barnes last night. That Either Rick Barnes, Matt, quit caring about that game because it was so one-sided, and that's what they did. Or they were playing some clear-out for connect. I'm telling you if they – I'm doing my – I'm channeling my inner Watson Brown right now. I'm telling you. If they do that in March, they'll be a tough out because by then they'll be defending, and by then ZZ will be back to 100%. And people can laugh at that if they want, but this team has a very, very, very high ceiling in March if they let Connect play offense like that. Yeah. Well, we, we are at an inflection point, I, I think, here in the next four weeks. So No question. Long, long, long time span. But, uh, anyways, I just wanted to give you the report from what I saw. We, we're just getting home right now. Thank I, you, brother. I'm glad to hear you all. Thanks for being, uh, yeah. uh, being there. Good talking to you, and I'm glad you got a chance to go do that last night with a few hundred other Tennessee fans in a night where they white at us. Dare I say to the Barnstormers, this team's like a phoenix rising from the ashes right now. Hey, North Carolina did it a couple years ago. Teams do it all the time in college basketball. Hey, there's no there's no crime in losing three in a row to Kansas, to um, Purdue, and to that team last night on the road. 
Who who has who schedules like that? They've already played Wisconsin. They're going to play Illinois. I mean, was this too much for this team? I don't know. They have a little disarray right now. They had a, they had words in the locker room. Okay. Barnes and uh, and Vesco. Tony, are you worried about the program? No. No, I'm not. But I understand the sport. Now, I'm not saying last night's game isn't worthy of criticism because they didn't give any effort. I mean, Barnes said himself. He said, in my years of coaching, I've never seen a first half. One of my teams play like that. He said, here's the deal, which I like this. I love love it. He said, Hubert Davis got his guys prepared, and I didn't. It's pretty simple. Which, hey, kadoos to you, Rick Barnes, calling it right down the middle on yourself. And then went right into the locker room, proceeded to call it down the middle on Vesco, according to my sources. Which I think that was, I think that was a, a, a well done. As we continue with more, it's going to be very interesting here from here. It's going to be very interesting. I still predict this team's going to play really good basketball at some point this year. Uh, as we continue with more. My sunshine pumping? Maybe. Maybe. As we continue after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Greetings, it's Rick from Tillis Jewelry. With Christmas just around the corner, we are here to make your gift giving a breeze. Starting December 4th, we are extending our store hours to better serve you. Find us open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Whether you're after something timeless or trendy, Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia is your holiday gift giving headquarters. Make this season extra special by visiting us during our extended hours. Tillis Jewelry, where holiday magic happens. See you soon. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. It is time to talk to our favorite grocer, Mr. Miles Johnson. Miles, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? Doing great. We just had a good holiday week, uh, but uh, I know you got some brand new sales coming out right now, so let's hear all about them. Oh, yeah. This week we have chicken drumstick family packs, 99 cents a pound, seedless white grapes, $1.69 a pound, that smart sugar, four-pound bag, two for five, and six-pack Coca-Cola products, three for 12. Oh, fantastic. Now, these sales started on the 29th, and they run through December 5th. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. And again, you're open seven days a week right there at Foodland, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. So if you guys looking for some good food, some good deals, go check out the good folks at Foodland. Miles, thank you as always. And now you have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. All righty. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. TB back with you, 865-200-5402. One other thing I want to enter into the conversation. We were just talking a second ago uh, regarding this um, situation with the transfer portal. 
And I had just received word, and the people on Twitter Space are listening to me talk to Matt and Brian about this during the break, and I was debating whether or not to bring it up, but it's from a great source. This this is the kind of stuff that's going on right now. And I'm going to say apparently, allegedly, because this is just scuttlebutt, but this is the kind of stuff that's going on right now. And let me give you the exact figure. But allegedly, let me get back to this text. Allegedly, apparently, however you want to put this. Um, and Brian's favorite player is in the portal now. Uh, and I'll let Brian tell you about him momentarily. Um, James Pierce from the Vols. Teams are, a, a few schools are preparing to offer him a scuttlebutt now. Somewhere between 250 and 500k to, to enter the portal and leave. Now I'll go back to our conversation we had a couple days ago with Bryce. The way this is going to work with a veteran star player like him is he's going to say, wire me the money. Now, is that going to go on behind the scenes? I don't know. Does a guy like that stay or leave? I don't know. But this is what these people are dealing with behind the scenes, these coaches. This is the world they've created. And they're doing it to each other. In a perfect world, they would all behave and not tamper with each other's rosters. But you know what? Human beings are going to act like human beings. I I was a kid when the free agency happened in baseball. And I remember my uncle saying, well, the owners, you know, the owners wanted um, colluded and kept those salaries down all those years. Those owners aren't going to pay these players. We know as soon as free agency happened, we know what happened. They couldn't wait to spend themselves into having to sell their franchises, many of those original owners from the 70s. And so, Matt, you think about a Pierce, right, on an open market. And I'm not saying he's going to leave. That would shock me, quite honestly. He's been very successful here. I don't know why he would go. They've developed him very nicely, and he's going to close to achieving. If the NFL is his dream, he's very close to that. But can you imagine? uh, You were talking about his value. And go ahead and say what you were saying off the air about this deal. Well, I, I would just say on Pierce specifically, behind Nico, he would probably be like the second most wanted player on Tennessee's roster. Yeah. Um, and it was like in a value type sense of this with, you know, a premier position, um, has NFL, you know, ability, uh, you know, was recruited by every, I mean, you know, I think Georgia and Alabama really wanted him, or at least Georgia did. Uh, he could easily play like he could play for either of those teams this weekend and 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 fit in. Um, when he started, so I, I guess not surprising. Yeah. But the the bigger problem to me, and and I hate to view it this way because this, you know I'm just so jaded. But the bigger problem would be if teams weren't trying to tamper with your players because that would mean they can't play. So like in a way, really it's a well good played. problem to have, but. This is where you help Tennessee's NIL program that everybody talks about is as good as anybody's. This is where you hope that that's true in a, in a situation like his. And here's the way it's going to work next week. The only way you're going to see Pierce's name pop up, a guy like that, and go to the portal 
is if he knows he's going somewhere. People say, well, where are all the names? There are some that are already in the portal. But invariably over the next month, and it's going to happen day to day. This is what I was told. Vols are going to strike a deal with so-and-so. It'll happen middle of next week, week after that, week after that. you got a 30-day window here. Now think about this. They strike a deal. The guy goes into the portal. He comes right out and goes on your roster. Right now we're in a grad transfer window. And so what's going on behind the scenes right now is you've got and you've got disaffected players that are jumping in as well, but the star guys, the frontline guys, the tampered with guys, that all starts next week. And it is going to be crazy. Crazy. And you hope, like Matt said, you hope that your program that you cheer for has done their fair share of portaling. As our guest said last week, Bri, who was excellent on here. They don't call it tampering. We're portaling. Now, portaling sounds like something you could get arrested for in public. But that's what they're doing. So we come up with a better term for it. But the way it's going to work is you're going to see, for instance, there's talk that NC State starting quarterback is going to enter the portal. That Armstrong kid who's from Virginia, played at Virginia, and then went over there this year and actually had a pretty nice year for himself. Uh, this, this is the other the freshman kid that played the four games and then and then registered. Oh, and got pulled by the Armstrong kid. Okay, yeah, Morris. Morris. Yeah, Morris. The okay. guy he played four games and then he redshirted, and it was kind of a big to do. So they protected him, and he's going to protect yeah. them on the backside by saying "see ya," which is the conversation we were having about Nico. Not that Nico's going to do that to Tennessee, but I mean he could. That's the thing about this. But here, the school protected him. With a red shirt, and they gave him another year to go earn some money. They spent all that money recruiting him. I mean, think about that. This thing next week, I think, is going to be insane. I think it's going to be insane. Auburn's made a hire. Who is it? Uh, Matt Dixon? Uh, it appears Tennessee's hired former Auburn AD uh, Alan Green to some kind of role. For oh, that's Danny Coach's shorts, guy. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if he's going to take Monica LeBron's role, who was shown the door unceremoniously. That that would make sense. Back to the phones we go. I mean, I don't know that, but that would make sense because she just left. Or is leaving. How about Adam Sparks getting a hold of that uh, internal memo and publishing it? Did you guys see that? Where Danny told people, hey, I, I sat down with her in August and told her, no shirt, no shoes, no dice. Tough business. Back to the phones we go. 
on the TLD Logistics phone line. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the show. Let's try this again. Hello, welcome in. All right, thank you for playing. Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony. Yes. Hey, driving back from Chapel Hill with All right. Parker from Morristown. How was your experience last night, Parker, from Morristown? Well, I don't know if you remember his call yesterday and how sheepy he was for Rick Barnes, but let's just say by halftime he had he'd sheared the sheep right on off. Well, I mean, I wouldn't blame anybody last night for being out on that at halftime because one thing as a fan, I'm watching on television and it's offensive. I can't imagine when you spend your resources to go to something like that and you see a team essentially not trying. I think Rick Barnes would tell you the same thing. Rick Barnes would say, hey, that's, well, he did said that at the press conference. He said, what what we did tonight's unacceptable. I'm, he's, and then he And then he talked about the complacency of, of one of his seniors um, calling out Vesco, he said, we're just not going to put up with that here. Tony, it was a great experience at the Dean Dome last night. Cool, cool. Just if you're a college basketball fan, I feel like that's sort of a bucket list kind of place to go. And despite the balls uh, not performing as well last night, it was great to just go and see your team perform and play in such an iconic basketball arena. Um, and it was fun. We drove through Duke on the way through, got on to Cameron Indoor uh, Stadium floor on the court, and just a fun day all together. And just also want to report, I mean, there was orange everywhere last night. I'd say it was closer to a 1,000 Tennessee fans in that stadium last night. Um, so it was sort of perplexing because uh, it was a whiteout. There's orange everywhere in the building. So it's wild that our our players weren't just ready to go having that many fans show up on a Wednesday night in November. Isn't that a great testament? Think about that. It's November, and you had several hundred fans in the stands. And by the way, we don't have the history of Kentucky, Arkansas, some of these other programs, Matt. I mean, our our, our history is... Our our championship banners adorn the streets on the Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Dixon. And we had several hundred people that heeded the clarion call on a Wednesday night to go over there, which means people are missing work to go do it. Yeah, we took off yesterday and today as well. Uh, To your point, in the hype video right before tip-off, they're showing all these highlights of Mm -hmm all this success in the NCAA tournament, Final Fours and such, and I, I was thinking, what do we show on our hype video? It's just these random shots yep. made with no championships, and it's, it's sort of sad. But, Tony, I've got uh, an encouraging thing <laughs> yeah. uh, to leave us with today. Uh, I mean, obviously the first half was pretty brutal. Lost three in a row. Feels like we could be on a really disappointing note. But honestly... As long as Dalton Connect is okay, I'm feeling pretty optimistic, more so to the points we've talked about earlier. Um, it seems to me like this truly is the missing piece that Barnes hasn't had the whole time he's been here. 
And if we've got a guy that can just score at will like last night, I mean, we were a little worried after the tournament last week. Some people concerned saying, can Connect do it with the big boys in college basketball? I think last night he proved that he can. And so if we can just clean up the things that are always generally good with Barnes' team, and we've got a guy like Connect, ZZ can get back to speed. Yep. I'm feeling pretty good about our prospects for SEC play and going into the tournament. What you know, in, in a weird way, you're exactly right. You shouldn't feel that good coming out of a loss. But the second half in that game where they handed that ball to Dalton Connect, and he basically was abusing top-level players. Now, I will give you one caveat, and that's that North Carolina notoriously doesn't defend uh, that's kind of what they're known for under Hubert Davis. You talk to people in the sport, and I was talking to a scout this morning, and we were uh, we were laughing about that very thing. He he said he can't remember seeing a major college basketball game with that little defense played in it. He said that was, yeah, uh, was he said that was a yeah astounding is a great word because neither team was was trying at all. You know, you talk about connect. He is incredible on offense. He's got this Joe Milton thing to him where if there's a loose ball on the defensive end, it's optional for him. If there's a loose ball on the offensive end, he wants it. If Joe Milton has uh, an opportunity to run the ball at his own 30-yard line, he ain't taking it. If Joe Milton gets to run a ball down on the goal line, he's scoring that touchdown. Uh, Connect's got a little Milton in him on the offensive end. That's true. Business decisions are being made. In the yeah. first half, we were looking around the arena for Tim Bakes or Willie Martinez during the first half last night. <laughs> what a great line. But, uh, yeah, I'll leave you with this. I uh, just wanted to ask, too, who is more absent, John Adams today or Vescovy last night? Have Th- a great day, Tony. Thank you. Maybe we'll have Vesco's absence Maybe maybe we'll let uh, Jennifer. Maybe we'll let her sponsor his absence, Jennifer Morris, over at Keller Williams. I don't know if it's something you'd want to sponsor. Really strange. Of all the things that you would have thought would happen, Vesco's turn here is not. And you can you can always turn back, but his little blip. Hopefully, this is a blip on the radar. Brian Hartman has a new love. He might have spoken something into existence. I'll let him tell you about it on the other side because portal mania, you don't get your number one thumb finger out and get ready. Paint yourself orange. Portal mania is a running wild. Did a Tennessee target just enter the portal Brian Hartman sure hopes so, because live on Garza Law, fifth quarter fan reaction after we played this hoopty, Brian Hartman came right on the air and said, boy, I sure wish Tony Vitello was down there to tamper in person, Tony Valls. No offense. As we continue on the other side, I'll let Brian tell you about one of his dream players who's now in the portal, a dream, a dream player. As we continue after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Alabama, Georgia. 10, 5, 
touchdown, Alabama. It's the SEC Championship live from Atlanta, Georgia. Let's get out of here again. Alabama wins it. Cheer on the Tide this Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on the Bulldogs. Our coverage starts at noon from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. On your home for Alabama football, the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. The man's uh, on assignment in parts unknown, and there's just something inviting about what we do here as we jump in hour two that he just couldn't stay away. Even in parts unknown, the man could not stay away. He missed us so much. During this holiday season where we gather with our loved ones and John Adams, would that, would that describe us? Are we Brian Hartman, Matt Dixon and myself, you presented by Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams, her website, nextmovesmokymountains.com. Do we meet the, meet the description of loved ones, John? Are we loved in your world? I think it's all about caring. Just hold on a second here, Tony. I got to Hey, I can't. Can you postpone the anesthesia? Give me about five minutes here. Postpone. I'm ready to have. I'm having some surgery. Uh, just give me a minute. I've got a few minutes before I go under. So go ahead. What? <laughs> All right. Okay, so we'll go back. Let's, uh, John. Uh, we were talking about last night's game. We're also talking about this crazy transfer portal. Yeah. And. I don't know what's nuttier, that first half or the transfer portal before it's all said and done because neither team defended last night. And you follow this, uh, the women's game, very closely. And I think the Lady Vols lost a game last night that was highly unfortunate where they had a lead and that they're doing their own challenge. Brian, do you know uh, how the women's side with the ACC-SEC thing came out, Brian? Do you have that final tally? Because the men, it was 7-7. Seven and seven. Yeah, I- yeah, a 7-7 seven, seven men. I have no idea what the women's was. Okay. Uh, John, what was it, John? I just thank Brian for contributing. No problem. That Rakia Jackson okay. injury to Lady Vols, obviously, she's kind of like their offense. And Dalton Connect, in a way, is kind of this basketball team's offense so far. He and Triple J last night basically scored half the team's points. Vescovy, I don't know. Didn't feel like making the trip or something. Um, <coughs> compare Rakia Jackson and uh, Dalton Connect to the importance of their particular teams. Oh, that's a tough one because uh, Rakia Jackson is a is an All American, but I think Dalton Connect is too. So it kind of could go either way. I think uh, probably Connect is more important. Uh, the Lady Vols had a 16-point lead on a, on a Notre Dame team that was playing without three players. So Tennessee wasn't the only one shorthanded. That was a bad loss. Uh, some key players for Notre Dame were out. Uh, Dalton Connect, he's the one guy that can carry this offense when things aren't going well. He can create shots for himself, goes to the basket with either hand, just really strong going to the basket, shoots the three, can shoot when guarded. Demand special attention. He's the best player Tennessee's had since Allen Houston. 
Yeah, and Tennessee's team last night looked like the Allen Houston basketball team. <laughs> I mean, in the first half, well, they were like an eight-win basketball team, the way they were playing defense, John. Well, here's the th- Yeah, that, it looks as though Tennessee was maybe had weights on their shoes. It's early in the year, and you're trying He's to get in mind. shape for a long season. You want to be at your best in March. So they might have been wearing some, I didn't notice them, but maybe ankle weights or something because they looked incredibly slow. I've never seen them look so slow as they did against North Carolina. Um, and we've seen three straight games now, Purdue, uh, this one, and uh, gosh, who was the other team that uh, that beat them uh, in, that, in the tournament down there? Kansas. Yeah, Kansas, yeah. All, Tennessee hasn't been getting enough. It doesn't get enough post-play offense. And I didn't... You know, the, you saw that, but these are these are all really good teams with good post players. So I don't think it's a great indicator of uh, of how Tennessee will be. I don't I don't think Tennessee will have three tougher games in a row unless it makes the Final Four. That's well put. So I hope they will have three tough games of that ilk in a row. Uh, quite honestly, that that has to be our hope. And John, people are already throwing the baby out with the bathwater with this team. You've seen a lot of hoops. You've you've covered Final Four teams, uh, dating back to your LSU days. And so the question for you is this: Would you rather be challenged on defense and know that you've got some offensive pieces when they handed the ball to connect at the end of that game last night? I mean, we haven't seen that here. Uh, and that's a guy like Matt said. You're in a Sweet 16, trying to get to an Elite Eight. I'm gonna give that guy. I'm gonna give that guy the ball for the next four minutes, and I'm gonna go to the Elite I Eight. Yeah, I don't remember how many shots he ended up taking. He was 13 to 17 at one point, and I don't know if that was a final tally on that. It might have been because he hurt his ankle. That's it. 13 to 17. Uh, yep. Uh, okay. I mean, I kind of want him taking between 20 and 25 shots if he can get them. I mean, I don't want him jacking it up from 30 feet, but if he could get those shots, I think Tennessee needs to make, and it was doing that last night, but even more so, he's the go-to guy. He's the kind of guy that can carry you through those tough games in the NCAA tournament. I think Tennessee's defense will come. I think Tennessee's defense will be good. It always is under Rick Barnes. What was the game early last season? Where Tennessee's defense just didn't show up. Colorado, one of them. Colorado. One of the early, yeah, one of the early games. It looked horrible on defense. The defense will come around. I'm not concerned that much with defense on Rick Barnes's team. I'm concerned can these teams make those big time shots when you're trying to get to the lead eight? And I think maybe it can because the two additions they've made: yep. Dalton Connect, foremost, and then Jordan Gainey. Who was the other guy taking shots? It was Jordan Gainey. Other guys were kind of shrinking away. I don't know what's going on with uh, Santiago Vescovi. He doesn't. He, he just hasn't made a, a big impact. I think he did. Maybe it was against Kansas, but for the most part, when I watched him, he hasn't had the same impact that he had uh, in games last year. Zakai Ziegler, he's coming back from a really tough injury. And I think it was asking too much to think this guy would be at the peak of his game as soon as he came back. I think he'll be better uh, later on. 
And again, Tony, I think it's so important. I like what Barnes has done with his scheduling. Could he he played at Wisconsin? Tough place to play. Not a great team, but could be a pretty good team. Yep. He played at North Carolina, and that team looks like it's a big time team. And then it played on a neutral site, two of the best teams in the country, Kansas and Purdue. So he's he's hardened his team, and he's also done things with those, with that kind of scheduling that shows, okay, what does this team lack? And I think right now it's, it's got to get more out of its post game. I don't know that I don't know that 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 exists on this team. The the weakness they're not going to be able to overcome, Matt, is that rebounding. You can see it coming. I can see it coming, and that post plays a big part of that rebounding, and and that is my main main concern with this club. When they go on the floor, most teams are going to out rebound them. They don't get loose balls at all. They don't get to anything. Yeah, they, they get out rebounded even when a walk of plays. Yes. So, and he's, you know, he obviously didn't play last night. And there'll be games where he's ineffective because he's, you know, he's just not tall. But yep. he's he's a guy who who will get in there and battle for boards at least, and probably your best offensive rebounder too. To the phones we go eight six five two hundred five four zero two. The other thing we're tracking, John, is that Joe Milton's been invited to the Senior Bowl, uh, which, and then I got to let Brian enter into discussion. Uh, a tight end that he's had his eyes on for some time. He looks at this guy the way I look at Tony Valls. Brian, hit it. The tight end from UConn, Jolly, who had eight catches for 99 yards against the Valls. Angelo, we're going to call him Angelo Joe Lee. What is it? What Joe did Angel- Lee, yes. What did Angelo Joe Lee? Is he in the portal, Brian? <laughs> he is in the portal, yes. John likes Well, uh, you, you kind of probably come up with about 500000 for him, won't it? Speaking of which, John, I'm hearing that uh, there's a few guys on Tennessee's roster that are being poached. Matt Dixon thinks that's comp- a compliment. When we start hearing about other programs making runs at your players, Matt said the thing that would make him very concerned is if you're not hearing chatter that other teams are agitating trying to pull guys off your roster. Do you agree with that? Well, yeah. I mean, if you don't have players other teams want, uh, that's not a good sign. But the other side of that is, why do these other teams think these guys might be willing to jump ship? Uh, Perhaps they're better teams, better programs, uh, competing for national championship. Maybe that's their selling point. Let's just say the money is equal. Right. Tennessee's got a very aggressive collective. So I don't think Tennessee's going to get outbid on a lot of players. But on the other hand, it's just like you got that salary cap. You got so much money to dispense that if you give a certain running back $500,000, does that enable you to pay for your uh, pass rush in? I don't know. You, you better have all that figured out how much you can pay. Each guy, you've got to have a value assigned to each person. And this is not something you do did last week after the Vanderbilt game. This is something that should have been thought through a long time ago because that's the world in which we live with college football. This thing, just because, oh, now the portal's open for business. No, business has been going on, and you got to be ready for it. 
Back to the phones we go. Welcome into Hour 2, Tony Basilio Show, TLD Logistics phone line. Welcome in. Hey, Tony. It's Leslie. Hey, Leslie. Welcome in. How you doing? Hey, I, I was on I was on hold earlier, and I got, I, I don't know, I got cut off. But anyway, I'm glad to get back on. But, Thank um, you. So I was thinking about the basketball thing, you know, with um, Vesco and all of that. Are you there? Yeah, go right ahead. I'm letting you talk. Oh, okay. So I have, um, Charlie and I have four sons, right? Oh, my goodness. Sorry about that. We have four sons, and over the years, when they were younger, I hope I can say this word, they would have literal, um, you know, pissing contests out in the yard and stuff. And um, let's see, the oldest one's 25, the youngest one's 18 now. So, you know, they were pretty close together with four of them and so now you know when we all get together you know they're all here there and everywhere but we'll we'll call it the proverbial pissing contest they'll get going on sports or something and um they don't all they're not all um balls fans i'm sorry we failed but anyway a couple of them you know that are more uh how shall i say it renegade i think part of it they just went against the balls you know because that's who we love but you know how it goes but Anyway, who, who do they um, che- and Leslie, who do they cheer for? <sighs> I hate to say it, but one of them literally cheers for the elephant. He wanted to win. He wanted to win championships. Yeah, he wanted to win. That's exactly right. He Lisa. went for the winning team. He wanted a little joy in and, his life. Yeah, and um, he we, he was 10 when we brought him home. Uh, from China, and Aww. so it was kind of an unusual situation. That's and beautiful. So it's at church. Everybody, you know, at, at church in the children's department that he was in, you know, that were the leaders, they were all Alabama, you know, and so they were like, you need to root for them, and, and they, you know, they won him over. And then our other son that doesn't root for the balls, um, we were literally watching Tennessee, Florida when he was two years old, 2004, and he loved Steve Irwin and the alligators. Oh, that's and so he, cute. That's and so he's been a fan ever since. And, I mean, he sticks with his team like we stick with our balls, I mean, through thick and thin. So, you know, his wasn't really about winning. It was the whole, just the whole concept. And, um, but anyway, so I can't really fault him for that. But what I was going to say was I think that these, you know, I'm, you know, there were times over the years where, like, y'all just go out there and, you know, duke it out. You know, whatever, and I'm just thinking, Coach Barnes, I don't know, maybe they need to go out and, you know, show, you know, their, uh, I don't Leslie, know, physical. Leslie, you, you, just... you want the players to fight? Well, I'm not saying, you know, I don't know, have a, I don't know. Work it out, work it out. Well, here's you know, the thing, I mean, you can. You already... like playing board games with them, I mean, have like a board game uh, tournament. And, well, you, you know, whoever, you... I mean, just. John, we're reporting. We're reporting. Our information is that last night Rick Barnes ripped Vesco. Matt, what was the verbiage he used uh, post game? I want to make sure I get the verbiage right here. You, you or Brian? Uh, complacency. Something about, yeah, yeah. Consistency. Complacency. complacency. He said we are not going to tolerate complacency. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. It does not matter to us. John, I was told that. After those remarks were made, they went into the locker room, and Barnes went after him in front of the team and called him out. 
and basically said to him uh, in in no uncertain terms, how could we score 92 points and you took one shot in a basketball game that you played 14 minutes in? And by the way, if Connect didn't get hurt, you would have sat the rest of the night. And by the way, you need to quit loafing and quit feeling sorry for yourself and you need to join your team. So you got to decide if that's what you want to do. And then, uh, and then, uh, Vesco had a few things to say to him. They, they kind of aired each other out. Uh, John, good sign or bad sign? I think that's kind of a good thing in the long run for this team to work through this. Definitely. I mean, I think if somebody's not playing up to the, to their standard, I think it's incumbent upon the coach to call them out. You got to do that and better to do it in November than in late February. So, I mean, there was, I don't know what was going on with Vesco. I tell you what, I couldn't tell when he was on the court. Mm-hmm. Yep, and and, and that's yeah. the truth. And and Leslie, that's what you're talking about. And and, and his teammates are going to have to also take a hand in this as well and develop their own chemistry as we go. And this is the new normal in major college sports, Leslie. Whether we like it or not. Each year, these football rosters and these basketball rosters and the baseball rosters, all these sports, are going to change, and the kids are going to have to find their way. And what you see early in the season is not what you're going to see late in the season in these sports, especially the tournament sports. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tony, I had another thought, which y'all may not agree. I don't know, but in, in the world of adoption, we call it grafting. And like I said, one of our sons was 10 when we brought him home. And then at the same time, we adopted a five-year-old. And, and then we had a, a nine-year-old and an 11-year-old boys at the time. And then we're, like, grafting this family together. And, you know, there's a, there was a lot of, like I said, you know, just them trying to figure out the order and who's, you know, they're different personalities and, you know, hey, wait a minute, what are you coming in here? I'm, this is my spot. This is my role. And so I just think I can kind of relate from that aspect too, because, you know, it, it doesn't always become this happy family overnight, you know, especially when people feel like their roles are being challenged or they feel like they're losing their identity a little bit or something. I think that's really well put. And I think you're you're one of the few people that can speak with authority from that perspective, from that point of view. And I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, well, and hey, I hope John's. I thought I heard y'all say surgery. I hope uh, no. that goes well. Yeah. No, I was kidding. I was. I'm kidding. He's oh, using his gallows humor. Yeah. Well, see, one time I came. One time I came on here when I was in the hospital a couple of years oh. ago. And I had to get off the phone because my doctor came into the room. He hung right up on us. Kind of an inside joke. Yeah, and I probably shouldn't have. I apologize for saying that on air, Leslie. Well, it's okay. It's all right, Leslie. Thank you, and thanks for sharing that perspective with us. Because what that does is it keeps you from jumping on Vesco because he's obviously struggling with what's my role here. I was the star. I was the guy coming back. I was the one guy they welcome back, and I, you know. Look, I'm reporting, you decide. I'm telling you that that happened last night in the locker room after the game because I got it from multiple people. And now that we put it out there, I got it from multiple, multiple, multiple people. And John will tell you that's not that far-fetched, that that sort of thing goes on. 
And sometimes these teams have to fight their way to success, and coaches have to fight for it. But in the portal era, John, this is going to become more and more a thing, isn't it? Oh, it definitely is, Tony. We'll see it in all sports, but it has more impact in basketball because you're dealing with fewer guys. But I, I think it's important, and, and you're relating this based on a source as to what Rick Barnes said and how he addressed this. And uh, I think it's really important that he did that. Uh, you know, this is a new year with new players. He brought in two prominent players, two very prominent players. They've become their best offensive players, Connect and Gainey. And Connect's a star. I mean, every time he's on TV, the announcer says, well, he's a first-round NBA pick. No questions asked. Tennessee hasn't had that kind of players that play the way he plays and can have an impact on a game. So I think you need to figure out that right that out right away, and that's what that's what preseason practice does. I mean, talent rises to the top, and and that's what worked last year might not work this year. And again, what is Tennessee shooting for? It's not trying to make the Sweet 16. It's trying to go further in the tournament. And how does it do that? Does that with more offense? And that's what Ganey and Connect have provided. So I think it's really important that Barnes wouldn't let that slide, if that's the case, that he addressed it right away and uh, got that out there because it's still November and it sends a message or how things will be. I think that's really, that's for effective coaching. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. You're on our Thursday edition. John Adams is joining from Parts Unknown. What's going on, Tony? Hey, welcome in. Hey, just a few things about uh, last night. Um, I'd love to get your thoughts on, uh, I just have a few points here on Connect. Does Connect, um, does he seem like a hard guy to play with? I don't know. To you guys? I, I haven't I mean, thought I about it. Tell me, tell me your I, mean, just, I don't think so at all. Last night, he spotted Triple J two three balls that were wide open on the wing with great, great skip passes on the offensive end. He drew a double team, found him, and Triple J shot the J. I'll tell you this internally. Triple J loves playing with this guy. Triple J's turned the page. He, he, he knows his role. He's accepted his role. Well, that's cool to hear, and, I, and I'm not trying to be cheeky here. I mean, we're all learning connect. We've never seen him play, so we're all just yep. kind of seeing something that we've never seen before. Sure, I'm kind. Of, I'm super stoked that we actually have a player that we've never. You know, everyone else always has all these players, and we've never got to have one of these guys, and now we do. With that said, I get the chemistry uh, angle. I get all that. You know, I played sports, and I, I get all that. And but so the questions I would ask. Is, is he hard to play with? Is he selfish? I don't think he's – I haven't seen that he's selfish. Uh, he sees the court, seems like a nice kid. I, I mean, there's really not a lot about him that would feed into the, you know, people being pissed off pissed off at him or players being pissed off at him narrative. I just think some of these guys on this UT team need to grow up, and they're just kind of being soft. And if Viscovi is butthurt because Connect is – a really good player, man. He, I guess he just needs to go away. Maybe. I, well, I'm you know, really I, I don't I'm want just it to, confused. I don't want I'm it confused. to. I don't want it to come to that. But I'm telling you internally, that is something 
that these coaches in this portal era are going to have to deal with at every turn. Football, basketball. Hey, how about this in football? Coach, I was here for two years, and I worked for my spot, and I waited for my turn. I waited for that precious playing time, and you brought this wide receiver in ahead of me. You did that to me. You know, Coach, that's my spot, and the coach is going to look at him and go, Chief, listen, uh, this is a meritocracy, and there are no spots. That was kind of in your mind. Vescovy was the yeah. only guy they invited back from the five last year. He was the only senior they invited back. That's a fact. In his mind, he had to be thinking, you know what? They're going to build this deal around me next year. Think about that from his perspective. Yeah, Tony, I listen, man, I, I, I get that. I get that. I guess I, I guess I would ask that Vescovi has a little self-awareness and realizes, you know, he's a nice role player. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, we're talking about, about a guy that scored 37 points last night. We're not talking about 20 points, 20. We're talking about a player that Tennessee hasn't had here, what you guys said since, what, Alan Houston? I mean, are we serious? Like, this doesn't seem like a hard one. I get what you're saying. It's going to be really difficult with all the portal stuff going on going forward in chemistry. This is just, this this guy's a unicorn. I wouldn't even put this guy in that category. Everyone needs to get on board. And I keep hearing people talk about defense with this guy. Are you serious? This guy scoring 37. I don't even want to hear the word defense and his name in the same sentence. Because if he's going to get me 37 points a night, we have four other guys that can play defense. Matt, is he right? So I really, is this gentleman? I mean, are you serious? I mean, Matt, Pete, Matt, are you? Is Pete Maravich the defensive player of the year at LSU? Matt, is he right? Yeah. Is he right, Matt, to, uh, to, to say it's silly to talk about this guy's defensive output? Uh, right now, for sure, I, I do think he has to improve a little bit. But I mean, you'll you'll gladly take the defensive lapses for what he brings you offensively. Um, a lot of and North Carolina is the type of team that can spread you out, and with their athleticism, you can't necessarily hide his deficiencies as well. Hey, John, did uh, did Pete play defense? He mentioned Maravich. What kind of defense was it optional with him as well? Uh, yeah, he'd go for a steal every now and then. He he made a he made a little effort, but think about it: the guy's got the ball in his hand almost the entire game. You can't you can't uh, expect him to be a defensive stopper. He had the skill to play good defense, but the whole offense was built around him, and it built around him with handling the ball. Yeah. If he wasn't handling the ball, he was racing around the court trying to get open. And to my, yeah, and the caller makes a great point. Well, well, the caller does make a great point in this. When Connect on the island, okay, when he wanted to defend, he did defend. Now, last night, yeah. there were a couple loose balls near him, and he just said, screw that, I ain't doing that. On the offensive end, there were a couple loose balls near him, and he got to one of them because he's like, man, I can score. If I get this ball here, I can score. And you can just see that's who he is. This guy cares about. Playing on the offensive end and scoring, the the trick is going to be in the moment, in the games that really matter, he did ratchet it up on the island, but nobody defended last night. It may be easy to point to connect, but nobody tried last night on defense. Hey, Tony, Tony, can I just make one point and I'll get out of here? Can I just make one more point? Hit it. This is Hit it. Super inter- this is super interesting. 
I was raised to play defense. My dad said, screw offense, you play defense. I get all that. But this is a 37-a-point-a-night guy. If he would have gone for 37 last night and our four other starters would have played just good defense, we would have won that game by 15 points. Yes. Am I right? Am I you wrong? Are, no, you're absolutely correct. Yes. That's, that's all I'm going to say, and I love defense. And I'm going to leave on this. When, and I don't know this. When is the last time a team won a national championship and they cared only about defense? I think that's bingo. Barnes, Barnes is learning. I, I think Barnes is learning. This is why I'm actually excited about Barnes. I, I cannot stand Barnes. He's giving me 20 heart attacks. But <laughs> I think, no, I'm not even joking. But I've never been more of a Barnes fan than I am today. That's where I'm at. Because I think, he, I think he's thinking, my God, I'm 10 years in, 9 years in, whatever. i got to do something in March. This isn't November madness. He is actually getting ready for March. And in March, you have to know how to play defense and offense. When is the last time a team won the national championship leading the country in defense? Who gives a rat's ass about defense if you want to win a natty? It never worked for my Temple boys. Virginia. Virginia is the one exception. But they had that Hunter kid. But they had three pros on that team, Matt, that could score a little bit. Three pros, because otherwise no, they, they were good. They were really good offensively, efficient wise. Yes. they were. They were. They Tony, were the best defensive team. Yeah, Tony. I, I, just think, I, I think this team is learning to play. They need to learn to play offense with the defense, and I don't think that's what we've had in the past. That bounce, and, and yeah, they're capable. But they're capable, but you, you don't want to play only defensive. T- like Duke teams in the past, all these good quality teams. Yeah. You don't think those guys could play defense? Yeah, they could play defense. But they were also scoring 80, 90 points a game. They were playing offense, and then they would play defense when they were needed to. Of course they're talented. But I'm not going to put everything on defense and not go to a Final Four or Elite Eight and just flame out in the Sweet 16. It's just it's just ridiculous to me. Good it's talking to you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a much better problem. And, John, you jump in. Because I want you to make a point you wanted to make. I think it's a much better problem to say, hey, man, i got to fix my defense. Because you can't fix your offense. We've seen that with Barnes here. You can't fix your offense. So I would much rather have a team that's too offensive and not defensive enough. I can fix that as we go along this season. And they will fix it. Yeah, Tony, uh, I, I think the last thing we need to be talking about right now is what Dalton Connect can't do. Tennessee hasn't had a player like this since I've been here that can do all the things he can do offensively. He's a handful, and he requires special attention. And and even when North Carolina offered that, it's... Uh-oh, John just went into a bad zone. That's going to happen from time to time. Let's do this. doctor just walked in. Yep, the doctor... <laughs> John did, did, for people that maybe just found the show or whatever, people didn't believe that John was in a um, was in a hospital room recovering from something. And they didn't believe it till the doctor came in and said, hey, you got to get off the phone. And that happened live on the show. Matt, you remember that. I had a couple friends text me later on, and they go, man, this Adams guy's a nut job. He's literally yeah, he, doing... He poured, he poured a Hugh Freeze. He, he was working from the bed, hospital yes. bed. When Dino Babers waved up to John Adams when he was in that hospital bed, 
That'll never, and I mean ever, 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 be forgotten by this living fan, my friends at Zen Sports. Look, you sign up for an account right now. A $1,000 no-danger first wager is yours. That's right. You place your first bet in Zen Sports with up to plus 500 odds. You'll be reimbursed for the amount of your bet up to $1,000 maximum within 24 hours, even if your bet loses. And the great news is Zen Sports, the VIP program, top-tier customers are going to earn more bonuses, comps, and perks, and they're adding to it each and every day. Because that's what Zen's trying to do. They are trying to show you and are showing you, if you go to zensports.com forward slash VIP, that they're different. No other sports book is going to offer you premier sports betting experience, 24-7 top-tier customer support, fastest withdrawals in the state, Get going. Download the app at zensports.com today. Zensports betting just got better. And if you have a gambling problem, 800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply 21 and over in the state of Tennessee to place a bet. We'll come back on the other side. Brian has portal madness because his guy from UConn is in the portal. And, Brian, are you advocating the Vols go after him? Would he fit in our offense, in your humble opinion? Uh, speaking of Jolie. I think he could I think he could do more as a tight end in this offense than what the tight ends did last year and I, I also think that's because of the quarterback situation. The man we're calling Angelo Jolie from from uh Connecticut's in the portal. Next week is going to be well, Portal Dave's gonna have it covered. As we continue after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hi, it's Terry from Tillis Jewelry, your festive gift destination this Christmas. Unwrap the magic with our natural diamond earrings starting at an incredible $99. Yes, you heard it right, $99. Picture the joy of discovering these stunning gems in your stocking. But there's more. Explore our brand new diamond pendants and dazzling stack rings at fantastic prices. Make this season unforgettable with Tillis Jewelry. Come see us on the Columbia Square, where the gift is wrapped with elegance. Tillis Jewelry, making your Christmas sparkle brighter. Happy Holidays. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. 
Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Football season is here, and that means tailgating starts now. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us help you get your backyard game ready. We are open Monday through Friday from 7 to 7 and on Saturday from 8 to 4. Go Vols! Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. If you're coping with a chronic condition or injury, your physician may recommend surgery to relieve pain, increase mobility, or improve your overall health. At Murray Regional Health, physicians on our medical staff perform surgical procedures in an array of specialty areas with the most advanced technology available. When you need surgery, count on our experienced surgical team to deliver exceptional care close to home. For more information, go to murrayregional.com surgery. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Alabama, Georgia. 10, 5, 
touchdown, Alabama. It's the SEC Championship live from Atlanta, Georgia. Let's get out of here again. Alabama wins it. Cheer on the Tide this Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on the Bulldogs. Our coverage starts at noon from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. On your home for Alabama football, the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. It is time to talk to our favorite grocer, Mr. Miles Johnson. Miles, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? Doing great. We just had a good holiday week, uh, but uh, I know you got some brand new sales coming out right now, so let's hear all about them. Oh, yeah. This week we have chicken drumstick family packs, 99 cents a pound, seedless white grates, $1.69 a pound, that smart sugar, four-pound bag, two for five, and six-pack Coca-Cola products, three for 12. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, these sales started on the 29th, and they run through December 5th. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. And again, you're open seven days a week right there at Foodland, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. So if you guys are looking for some good food, some good deals, go check out the good folks at Foodland. Miles, thank you as always. And now you have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. All righty. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Tina, to be back with you. It's incredible. The great John Adams is, I mean, he's without peer. He's HOF. I'm HO nothing. I'm like HO scale. He's HOF. Uh, Those of you that used to play with, uh, or still do, Slot cars or trains. I'm HO scale. He's HOF. And how about the HOH in Berkshire Hathaway? I love that, but we won't do that. Let's go back to the phones. It's a TLD Logistics phone lines. Here's the way it's going to work. I got about 12 to play or so on the air, whatever the number is. And then uh, we'll do a uh, TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime. It will not be long. I've got a ton of production today. We've got overlapping seasons going on. And I've got like four new uh, commercials that I'm producing all at once and then playing music tonight down at Mill and Mine, which we're looking forward to, a private party with the Fountain City Ramblers. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I haven't seen those folks in forever, so it would be great to see some old friends, good for the soul, make some music. Hello and welcome into our next call. What's up, Tony? Yo, what's Poverty. up, Lee? How you doing, brother? Poverty Lee, man. That's, that's what... Everybody likes to call me now, apparently. So. Well, that ain't I'm, cool. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm headed to the airport. Hey, hey, hey. A gambler has a cold streak, and they come down on him. When a gambler's winning and putting his picks out there, he's on everybody's dial, you know? That's how it goes. Part of the business, I guess. But uh, I'm actually I'm, I am on the way to the airport to go to Vegas for the next few days, so... See how that goes. Um, the, the game last night, like, <laughs> the yards make it way too much sense. You're talking about chemistry and how it takes time for teams to come together and all that stuff. I mean, I, I thought everything was falling apart and Barnes can't coach and all this stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it's like November the 29th. I think this, this team's got plenty of time to, to kind of come together and, and figure things out. Um, I you know, that, that game last night, I mean, it was really disappointing. I mean, you don't ever want to see your team come out with, like, no energy, no effort, stuff like that. But 
I'm certainly not making excuses, but I'll say this. That this week is extremely tough for, for basketball coaches, and I've talked to several of them about this over the last couple of years. Like, coming off of those those NTE tournaments where, where they're, they literally made like a 5,000-mile round trip. Like, you come home during the holidays, then you have a practice, then you're back on the road, and you're going to play in, a, in another gym. Like, this, a lot of teams have not showed up this week in a lot of their games. Like, Kansas came out of Maui and almost got beat by Eastern Illinois the other night. Gonzaga no-showed the other night. Who's Kansas' Villanova big man? The- I have a personal account here. Who's Kansas' big man? What's that Dickinson. kid's name? What is it? Honor Dickinson. Dickinson. They were sitting around talking. A couple players were talking to him, and they were uh, a guy I know was there. And they told him they were getting to play to play North Carolina the week after that trip where they where they were. And Dickinson looked at them and said, "You're doing what?" Yeah. Not that I'm covering yeah. for what for way the way Tennessee looked last night, but that was that was recounted to me that those guys know. That you know, that's kind of a brutal schedule deal. What what uh, you know, gambling going forward. If they do this ACC SEC thing, Lee, and keep it there, that's a pretty good little thing to play next year. Fade those teams that were in that deal. It's it's tough, man. Like Vill- Villanova, they won that Battle of Atlantis, which was another grinder of a tournament. I mean, that was a stacked field. And then they go home last night, and you figure a game on like the, one of the Philadelphia Big Five games, right? And they totally no showed and got beat straight up as like a 15-point favorite to St. Joe's. Like, they didn't even show up. Like, so, so I'm not making excuses, but I can sort of understand how in the first half you come out and you don't have your legs under you, you're not playing with energy, and you're having to play a team like Carolina that's trying to get up and down the court as fast as anybody. So, another thing, too, the, the scheduling, Arkansas had Duke come into their building last night. What if that was reversed? And Arkansas had to go to Carolina, and we had Duke coming into Thompson Bowling last night. Do you think you would have seen the same effort out of Tennessee that you saw in North Carolina? That was Brian Hartman's point earlier. I just think Tennessee's effort was so bad last night, it wouldn't matter where they played, personally. Well, I don't think you would have gotten the same effort. I, I think it would have been different in, that, in, an, in an arena Why? like that. Like Why? Did you Do you think Arkansas was going to no-show in that environment last night in Arkansas? Did you watch any of that game? Oh, they like, were they no were those, into it. Those fans were gonna. There's no way those fans were gonna let them go out and play like that. Like I, I do think it matters. Like I know there's this is the NIL era and they're getting paid, but they're not pro players. This isn't something they're used to. They're not gonna have travel like this the rest of the year. The situation. So I'm not making excuses for it. It was a bad effort. Like it was disgusting. I mean, at least they did try to turn around the second half, and they tried to somewhat make a game out of it. I mean, they got somewhat close. But And the other thing I wanted to mention, too, and we talked about this a lot last year. Like, at one point last year, Tennessee's defensive three-point field goal percentage was, like, historic, right? Like, nobody could hit an open three versus yep. Tennessee. It, it was insane. And that regressed big time last night. You're going to have to figure something out on defense to where you start guarding the three-point line a little bit tougher because teams aren't going to miss all the time. And North Carolina didn't miss last night. Um, I mean, the, the other parts of defense are inexcusable. Like, we weren't getting back. We were giving up transition buckets, which never, ever happens with the Rick Barnes team. So a lot of these things were outliers, so I'm not really too concerned about it because it's just not generally what you see out of Rick Barnes' team. So it just starts to become like an every-game thing, then, yeah, we got a problem. But until that happens, I'm not too concerned about the defense. I think it'll be just fine. So but, you found you today's know. show to be measured and intelligent. 
and not knee-jerk and not reactionary. How surprised are you by my tone today? Uh, no, I mean, uh, I, I thought he was, I, I'm not going to go that far to call it intelligent. but I'll <laughs> Adams, you like that? I, I kind of <laughs> threw intelligent in there, Adams. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I'm not buying it. When did Tennessee get back from his trip? Uh, they stayed down there a few extra days. They got back I a few days ago. I think they probably got back Friday. I think they got okay. back maybe well, Friday. Friday, yeah. Five days ago. Okay, I mean, these are 20, 23-year-olds. I, I, I don't buy that. I don't buy that excuse. That, that, that's plenty of time to recover. My gosh. It, it's, not, it's not an excuse, but I think it's important to look at it and keep it in context. Tennessee is the only team that no-showed this week after those tournaments. Like, I think it's, there's natural letdown spots, especially going on the road. Like, it happens to everybody well, in professional and in college sports. Well, I don't think it's an excuse, but I think it's important to, to factor it in. Because they took a long trip three days ago, that to be not an excuse for playing the way Tennessee did in the first half. Would, would they I mean, have been teams, better? Teams come out would have been better? Teams come out slow and, and uninspired all the time in, in professional sports and college sports. And it's not an excuse, but it happens. I mean, it happens. P. Lee. I'm going to start calling okay. you P. Lee, brother. Be our little yeah, joke. Well, I can deal with that. I can hey, a lot of hey, good, hey, P. Lee, good luck, man, uh, <laughs> out there this week and have fun. How many people in the sports books during a championship, like the SEC championship game? How many people there? Oh, it'll be packed, yeah. It'll be a packed week, yeah. It's, it'll be fun. I mean, I've got some, like, season win total fee- tickets to cash, and I've got some conference futures. Hopefully, I'll be cashing on Saturday night. But it, they'll be packed. It'll be a fun weekend out there for sure. That is absolutely next level. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Have fun. See, he's right, John. This was a highly intelligent way we approach today's program. Look, I just think that the easy thing to do is to pile on a coach after a loss like that in a game that his his detractors weren't going to give him credit if he won. The only way his detractors are going to love on him if he gets the Elite Eight. It's the only way. And so... They're going to beat on him, win, lose, or draw. What a great deal you guys have. You guys have a great deal. Now, you're miserable, and you all need lives, and you all are disgusting and lecherous and deplorable. You sound like Here's, you uh, That's what I was thinking about, the basket of deplorables. Go ahead, Bri. When they came back from Hawaii, Konzo's year, yep. I think they had to play a game Shortly after that, uh, getting back from there, they had to go to Oakland, Michigan, like five days later after coming back from Hawaii. They, they got, got rolled. beat. They got rolled like a joint cigarette. And then for, uh, several years ago, Barnes took a team out to Hawaii, and Went they didn't North play Carolina again until lost. a week and a half after they played their last game in Hawaii. So they, they rolled Georgia Tech at, at hey, home. Hey, Brian, they lost to North so the, Carolina their first game out. That was Folky's first game, Folky Cold Medina. Not his first and game. You know, that was that was at night at North team Carolina. Went to North Carolina and nearly should have won the game. Mm-hmm. Hubs had a Hubs had a very big effort. Not quite what connected, but I mean he kept him into the, he gave him a chance to win the yeah, game. That was the they clubs. That they was a hold brutal on. team he took out there. <laughs> brutal. Team. And they almost beat him. Yep. All right. On the way out, and I John, think it was the Carolina team that went on to the Final Four. John, and it was mm-hmm. two years in a row. John's going to stay there. I want to say we're about out of time. I want to remind you that my friends at Alumni Hall, 
two talented kids playing at the same university. Family. Quarterback, Nico, whose name I can't say, and Zeta Pooney of Lady Vol Softball are cousins, and they're pairing up for a free meet-and-greet at Alumni Hall, Turkey Creek. Come meet Nico and Zeta Saturday, December 9th from 4 to 6. Alumni Hall has their NIL shirts and items for them to sign. Plan your Saturday, December 9th, 4 and 6, Alumni Hall in Turkey Creek to come meet this awesome, talented family. And if he's half the player that Zeta Pooney's turned out to be in her sport, he's going to be a hell of a player here. Because I can promise you this, she can flat out play the game. In the meantime, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, we are going to do a TLD Logistics Overdrive overtime, and all lines are currently jammed. I think this show might just work. To my detractors out there, I, I think this show, I think we've got a little staying power here. We love you. Appreciate you. Have a great, uh, great Thursday. Peace. WJBE, 1040 AM, 99.7 FM. Translator, 